Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. Yeah, it looks good on the program, though. But yeah, it definitely is. Oh, okay. Now yours is fixed. Oh, okay. Fixed. Yours Might is, have been you're back to just a, a quick lag, a little lag there. Maybe, yeah, your computer maybe was doing an operation yeah, of some sort. Or squirrel ran on the wire. Sometimes that happens. All right. How's it going, Derek? Good, man. How are uh, you? Welcome to Bacon No Bacon episode 51. 51. We've cracked 50. 51, Over. everybody. We are 51. Welcome. Uh, and Brought to you by the Comedy Here Often Network, which, by the way, will be celebrating a podcast comedy kind of online festival starting Monday, April 26th, running through Monday, Wednesday, April 28th. Check it out, Comedy Here Often. You'll have guests like Nikki Glazer and John Doerr and many Neil other Brennan. famous people that are... Neil yeah. Brennan, the co-creator of uh, Chappelle yeah. Show, that's right. It's a lot of great comics. A lot of yeah. fun things I think happening. it's on their comedy, on their YouTube channel, Comedy Here Often, or probably as well on their website. Yeah, and right on the website, yeah. too. You can get subscribe. it right on the website. We'll be there, too. Subscribe. Bacon, no subscribe bacon, to us if you haven't. Official Comedy Here Often content. That is not a technical glitch. That was just me saying content for a long time. <laughs> You might notice uh, it's a rare, rare appearance of a quaffed haircut for Derek Segan. Is that a haircut or just? No, it's not a haircut. It's just I've pushed it all back. It's actually in the shape of a cone in the back. I'm like an aerodynamic cyclist right now because I had to comb my long hair. Wow. And I just slick it on the side of my head. With two testicles, ladies. He's got two of them. I had a corporate show for some lawyers, so I had to look a little bit dressed up i actually had a shirt with a collar on earlier today wow. everybody third time since july wow look who thinks he's better than the rest of us yeah baby wearing a collared shirt it was it was a jean shirt so i was kind of wearing a canadian tuxedo kind of my way of saying i'm fancy but not too fancy um that's good to, so you did a show today that's great that's good that's fun that's good news yeah, I was comedy? just before we went on the air. I was just saying to Abdul Ramadan Mubarak. Oh, thank you. For those of you celebrating Ramadan, and in honor of of the uh, month of of humility and fasting, I am on my Ramadan beer, Michelob Ultra. It's a much lighter beer. The uh... <laughs> hey, it's the same beer I drink during Lent. The only beer so light enough like... that you can still stand straight while praying five times a day. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Try- that's the beauty. I was trying- yeah, yeah, nobody beauty. knows you're drinking when you're on Michelob. Beauty of the beauty of Islam when if you, when you're an alcoholic is you could fall down literally five times in one day and just look like an even more devout. Muslim. He's just praying hard. He's just praying. He's praying. Give him his He's space. Praying. Why is he drooling? He drools when he prays. He drools. <laughs> he drools. He drools and wets himself when he dedication. prays. Dedication. <laughs> he refuses to stop praying. But now it looks like he's passed out and almost dead, just laying there. This is part of it. Yeah, this yeah. is part of it. Yeah. <laughs> he prayed himself to the point where he shit his pants. <laughs> uh, we're going to hell. Uh, we're going to hell, man. Nothing. We're going to hell. Uh, yeah, there's a lot Does of- Does Islam have a hell? Is there uh, a hell in Islam? Yeah, I think it's Disneyland. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> France is hell to Islam, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> France is the- uh, uh, France. Have you been seeing That's what's funny. going on? France now. Pakistan's like <laughs> that'd be riding. funny. That'd be funny to have like a like I have a Muslim character that 
whatever. He goes, that his parents are always trying to tell him to pray more and be more whatever. Islamic. Yeah, yeah, be more Islamic. And then, and then he dies like in a in a dream sequence, and he's fucking shit. Hell is France. <laughs> <laughs> if I see one more beret, I swear to God. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, well, good times. We, uh, Derek, we were both in Toronto uh, uh, recently for yeah. uh, a quick day. It's fucking like escape from New York that trip. I see. We didn't realize how bad the things were getting. It like they started hitting the ten thousand mark. I think like the day after we got back, and we we're holy shit, dodged a bullet. Yeah. There. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, just the whole thing. I mean, the fact that everything is well, we were able to still go. I thought it, maybe it would get canceled, or I mean, we didn't do. We were just locked up in a hotel room and then ushered into a studio. Walk, yeah, uh, walk a hundred feet yeah, to the CBC and just record. Which, by the way, just so everyone right knows, out. CBC does run a very tight, ship. unbelievably many tight protocols to be followed. To like, we had to get a COVID test before even heading to Toronto. Yeah, and then temperatures and. Oh, no, we didn't get our temperature taken. Uh, no, not... Well, we stayed away. We, we couldn't get within get, 10 yeah, feet. We, the security guard wouldn't come within 10 feet. We were feet so far from each other. and her behind the plexi. It was kind of cool. I do like the studio. It was a great, like, huge studio. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. felt like we should have had a band in there or something. Like, it was gigantic. Yeah. It was very nice, very safe, very comfortable to... This is the thing. If we can find out a way to just keep working, this would be lovely, you know? I think yeah, it, felt, it felt like we should have been voicing a cartoon. It was very or safe. Like we it was have been fun watching a cartoon on a big screen. That would have been great. I would love to do that one day. That must be so interesting to even be in the room to watch. I did, I did voice for. Oh yeah, you did a voice for a video like a, game. For a video game, yeah, that was different though. You didn't really see there was at the point where you're doing the voice for a video game. They're still in like meta beta stage, so okay. it's kind of cart- like a stick drawings. <clears throat> but I did a <clears throat> full-on cartoon, uh, and it was in New York City. This is when I started in show business where I was saying yes to every fucking thing. Pre, I wasn't in the union or anything. Yeah. So I drove all the way to New York City, uh, and they had me booked for two four-hour sessions, and they were paying me $250 per four-hour session. Wow. I paid for my own hotel. I ended up losing money on yeah. that thing, but I was just so happy to be doing things in show business. Um, but it was basically it was a cartoon does. that was an originally originally in Japanese that they were putting into. Oh. I I think I got the job because I, I, oh yeah because I could do the English and the French version. That's pretty cool. But I think I I think I was doing French from France though. They just didn't know. I'm like they're like, do you speak French? I'm like, yeah, totally speak French. Great, France is gonna love your cartoon. <laughs> I'm like, no, they're not gonna understand what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> Islamic hell, they get me. They <laughs> yeah. get me. Um. Yeah. No. It's uh. It must be pretty cool to do that. But yeah, it was it was fun. It was all right. Just uh. Just everything feels yeah, strange. We were, just uh. I get it though. It does feel strange, having to like. Those of you wondering, we were in Toronto because we were doing the the CBC show, the debaters. Uh, by the way, it, two days after we were there, after we did our debates, it was the host of the debater, Steve Patterson's birthday. Yeah, and you guys did a his show. Fiftieth, his fiftieth birthday. Big deal. Steve Patterson. Happy birthday, Happy Steve. Happy belated birthday. Um, and you, uh, how did the show go? You guys did an online show? Uh, you, Steve, Erica, a few. Yeah, we did it on Saturday. It was like uh, the Steve. His birthday they, show? called it the Steve Patterson uh, birthday extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yeah. And uh, Erica Sigurdsson put that on, another very popular, popular debater. Debatrix, yeah, I guess. Debate. I don't know. I don't know if there's a 
don't know. <laughs> uh, Dave Hempstead was on it. Deanne Smith was on it. Hadn't seen her uh, their little face for a long time. Yeah. Deanne. Uh, Arthur Simeon, very very fun. It was a f- dude. Listen, it was a monster yeah. show. And you know, do you know who Dean Jenkinson yeah, is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Dean Jenkinson is now the artistic director, director or whatever of the Winnipeg Comedy yeah. Festival. So the guy that chews all the comedians, whatever. And he was kind enough to lend a hand to just like cause so Erica organize it, but she was also on the show. So she so she asked Dean if he would do you know like mute people, okay, kind of like the, produce the, it in the, the background. Right, yeah. yeah, that. And we were all like looking at him, like Dean is here. Fuck, all he has to do is push record, and he's got like one of the best Winnipeg Comedy yeah. Fest galas that's fucking ever been. You know what that's I mean? A great that's show, fantastic. hosted by Deanne Smith, and then me, then Arthur. Like I opened the show. That's how great of a show this was. I was the fucking bullet guy. That's how great then it Arthur, was. Then Arthur, then Erica, then Hempstead, then Patterballs. Yeah, that's very that's cool. That great. is a great show, man. That's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, great funny people. I like that. Good fun. Yeah, that's Good fun. Uh, we raised money for the Boys and Girls Club. Oh. It was great. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice to hear. Things of mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. There's not much going on over here. Just trying to stay busy, book stuff, come up with ideas, uh, writing pitches. I mean, yeah, what else of, do you do? Those of you, those of you listening across the country, Abdul and I live in Montreal and uh, on opposite side of the city. But we're, we're locked fucking, down it, again. It started snowing this morning at about eight a.m. Yeah. and it's still snowing and it's seven p.m. It's snowing, so it's a little depressing here in the uh, Belle Province. It's snowing. Not so bell today. Not so bell. Uh, not so bell. And we're also <coughs> in uh, eight o'clock lockdown still, which seems like that's been going on for a while. And oh yeah, right. You're eight o'clock, sucker. Oh yeah, I'm you're nine thirty. You little shit. I'm in the loosey goosey, come lick everybody zone. Look at you. Oh, it's nine thirty lockdown here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not making things easy uh, in this world we're living in. It's just like you know everything you got to do. Do you ever forget though? Do you ever forget? Do you ever just go like, oh shit, I forgot to. Dude, uh, I almost I went the other day. Just uh, I need rolling papers. Just shoot off to the store at ten o'clock at night. You're like, oh fuck. Oh, one day I just when it first started, like a weekend, I was just like, I got to go out for a walk or whatever, and like I was walking without a dog. And like I saw two other people with dogs. As you're prone to do when you don't own right. a dog. Right. So two people walking with dogs because the rule is if you have a dog you can you're allowed to go out for a kilometer distance from your house. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, they had the dogs uh, two people walked by with dogs and they were all like staring at me, like gave me like a stink eye kind of like what are you doing out? And I didn't even think about yeah. it and then as I walked around the block and I was on my way back, I was like Oh yeah, curfew, <laughs> and then yeah, rushed home. But how? I it's so yeah. silly. That's where you start going like this with your sweater, like good yeah. doggy, good yeah. <laughs> like you have a really small dog, good puppy. It's cold. He's in I my know. jacket. Hey, pup, pup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I swear. Don't look yeah. at him. He's mixed strange. <laughs> yeah, it's just so odd with this stupid curfew and everything. It just doesn't make any sense. So it's yeah. And yesterday yeah. I had to go bring my tires to get changed. Uh, off the mags, and I brought it to my friend's place. You don't do that yourself, Mister McKenna. I do, but I needed to change the tires on the new mags. I bought new tires because my tires are. You finished. don't have the whole. No, I don't have a whole. Remover thing no, I don't. In your garage. I don't have a balancer and a tire machine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just was like those look like those look. Sorry, those look like really big, expensive piece of equipment. Like there's hydraulic. Yeah. Like it's to, for the amount they charge to do it, you know what I mean? It's not. 
they don't charge that much to well you got to figure everybody has to change their tires so there's a lot of yeah. like you make your money back fast on on uh changing tires it's definitely worth it like even bet buying a machine like you can buy used ones uh you know that are not what do you think it is brand new like brand new i think it depends on the style there's some that are really intense like for high performance wheels like the one that you put the like the key thing on the, the yeah they're all like that yeah you stick it under the tire and it goes yeah so just a basic the- one I think you can probably get them for like three grand I don't know now I know back when I was like in the garage all the time back in the industry it it seemed like I think it was like around three grand you can sometimes pick them up used for like a thousand uh, off like a garage that went under or something and. Uh, Right. Uh, but then you have the balancing machine that too, probably I'd use maybe a thousand. You can get some cheaper ones that you spin yourself, but still decent. They still do a great job. And yeah, they're like maybe it doesn't two have grand. to hit a hundred miles an hour to balance. Yeah, I know it's a uh, 200, maybe about two, two grand or something like that. I think for like a base base one. Uh, but yeah, so that's a lot considering they charge like 70 bucks to do tires. Yeah. But dude, you know how many tires you could roll through in a day, man. I used to work at Goodyear when I was young, like just starting out, man. And we used to pump out tires. Like they would call me every year. They'd call like, we're like the dream team. I stopped working there. Uh-huh. I stopped working there, like started working at a garage as a mechanic. And they would call me every tire season be like, you want to work extra hours? Like we need, we need you. And they would pay me no question. They'd be like, let's do it. Like oh, yeah, there was right. me and about like four guys that we would just, we were like, man, I could do it all on my own. Like pumping out tires. I was quick. I loved it. It's, it was, it's fun. Like, tire season's fun. Cause you make good money. Like three or four sets an hour. And yeah, I'd say I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. I'd say about an hour. Yeah, if you bring the car, you have someone bring the cars in and out for me. I don't got to go out to the parking lot easily. I could do four sets in an hour, no problem. Balanced and balanced installed. installed. Yeah, man, dude, I could pump them. Wow, that's great. They were fun. I mean, especially when you're doing now. They're uh, now it's more difficult. A lot of cars are mags, big mags. Uh, you know, sticky yeah, weights. They're mags. not just the sta- steel rims where you just hammer them in. Those are and and yeah. they're huge now. They're bigger, so they're heavier, so they're harder to move. But back when I was in the game, it was like most of the tires were like 14 inch, you know, 15 inch max. All Civics, yeah, Civics and Hyundai accents. Well, back all then, <laughs> dude, even your Camry. I mean, a Camry was 15 inch back then. You know, it's still yeah, mine is mine's 15 yeah. Inch. Your Camry, yeah, it was 15. Yeah, but yours is no, my Camry 16. Yeah, but dude, inch, your Camry is what a 2005, 2000. Three. 2003 Three. yeah so that's when yeah that's when i was that was a brand new car when i started so that was like fancy and that was 16 inch you know so they were mostly Tire, like 15 tires tires are six tires are 16 inch but the rust hole on the door is 15 inches <laughs> i can't real still uh, drive i should probably start it up one of these days but yeah no it was uh it was quite fun though because it was just they didn't really care and then we'd just hang out and like we just pump them out and they'd order us lunch and Orders like pizzas and stuff just to keep going, but man, that guy must have cleaned up like crazy. You know how much tires we were doing. Did they did they smoke in the garage back then? Uh, back then, were we smoking? Yeah, we were. Yeah, guys were smoking that smoked cigarettes. I didn't smoke, smoke cigarettes, garage. but yeah, guys would smoke in the garage, like just walking through and smoking. Yeah, one guy would have. Yeah, he, for sure. Yeah, there was. It changed. Just, I mean, it's not that much long. Like how? What? Fifteen? Ten years? Maybe ten years ago? Yeah, they still. Certain garages, yeah. I guess it goes with the culture of the garage. But my my garage, uh, it's run by a Romanian guy. They're smoking in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. If you have a small garage, and, and it's not like they even try to hide yeah. it from the customer. They're just like, 
Yeah, it's a small garage. We work with. Small garage, they won't care. But yeah. at a, like a at like a Goodyear or a dealership or something, like I found a yeah, exactly. Goodyear was still like small garage ish, you know, like style. But um, yeah, dude, the guy used to order containers. We'd have like five containers in the back, and just stacked with brand new tires, man. And just like oh shit, yeah. we'd go through like people come through. We just new tires. All right, new tire four. Need to you need new new tires. They're finished. Man, that guy would make wow. a killing. Yeah. He he was nice like the first year he was a dick because he was just trying to be cheap with everyone. But then he kind of built this little dream team of well, I'm giving him credit. The owner didn't do it. It was the the manager, the manager guy. Yeah, yeah. actually, it was a woman. Maybe I can't you remember let her name. People in on the thing. You know how like when you awesome. get you change you buy new tires and you get rid of the old mm-hmm. one. They charge you like five buck a tire for recycling recycle fee yeah. or whatever. Is that real? Do you really? Is that not when you take them off? It's when you buy them new. You shouldn't be paying for it when you get rid of them. When you dispose of them, it's already been paid. When you buy bre- certain, yeah, when you certain places charge you to this dispose yeah because they're ripping because they're that's what they do they can yeah okay so it's fake that's a fake charge yeah hmm. yeah thing. because it's uh, that's tacked on to the uh, when you buy your tires if that's the case just take your tires uh, and go to Canadian Tire and you can drop like, them off there like like that two bucks you pay extra on your electronics at Costco yes. that's pre yeah. to it's for the after yeah. it's the tires okay. have had that so it's an environmental fee to dispose of them after you pay that i think it is like five bucks a tire uh mm. environmental fee but you just dude you just take that to canadian tire and they take them back uh they sh- at least do here so you don't if any garage ever tries to charge you that fee just just go all right well fine i'll take them myself and just go drop them off the canadian think- tire I think all the eco centers yeah. too, like here in the South Shore, we have the dump. Basically, it's the dump. They take everything and they don't charge yeah. you. Like I have, I have two car batteries that I need to drop off. Well, one car battery, and you remember that that battery pack I used to have for the car? You know, the little booster pack. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's dead. The battery uh, it doesn't take a charge anymore. It's yeah. I kept depending on it when the Camry would fucking die, and then full charge. All right, let's go. Mm, nothing. It's, it sucks. It dry in one crank. Yeah, they're uh, they don't they last a few years. I mean, they last like a battery of a car would maybe ten years, six to ten years. Yeah, six. And then they 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 if you die. Don't charge it, you let it. Totally and you can't die. do that. Probably yeah, you totally can't do that. It'll it'll time. never charge again. You got to always keep it charged. Uh, one of those things. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll die fast. And use them. I've got a bunch of shit on the side of the house. Actually, I gotta, I gotta go soon. I've got like, I know one of them is motor oil, but I've got like a couple of, it's like you know, like olive oil jar or whatever, like random jars with liquid in it that I know is not olive oil, but I can't remember what it is either. So I'm gonna get to the Enviro Center. They're like, what's this? Um, it's either napalm <laughs> or fucking French fry grease. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is. It's probably French <laughs> maybe make, fry make, grease. Give this one its own pile. I don't. I don't know where where the, you'd want to put this. That's one. hilarious. Yeah, the eco centers. Like, did take I it. clean a paintbrush with it, or was I trying to build a? Fucking I know. Model? I I don't. I don't know what this liquid. That's is. funny. I know. That's uh. That's the harder thing too. And then you make. You don't know if you're allowed to mix them or if you can mix them. And then if they, I don't know. It's all very it all, it scares me a little bit too because like you it makes you wonder like are they really taking the time to like separate all of this or 
as some of them yeah. just like <laughs> flushing it down the toilet, you know, straight into the water yeah. supply. Like <laughs> it's kind of yeah, flushing it down right, the toilet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the one little bit us in the dump, whatever that shitty dirty toilet. Yeah, it's just all liquids down here, even if it's not even quite liquid. If it's just mushy, throw it in the toilet. <laughs> We're running out of room here at the eco center. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it scares me with all that, like the way things get recycled. There's a lot of pollution in the world, man. With just stuff that you, if you think about it, how much like waste that we produce and things, just your car alone. I don't know. I don't know if they've changed the garbage collection in your neighborhood. Here on the South Shore, it's now there's three different garbage now. So there's recycling, okay, garbage, garbage, okay. and uh, compost, organic material. Okay. So basically, if it's edible, you put yeah, it in we this have that new too. bin that we have, which is small. It's the smallest bin, but and it come once a week. Yeah. But the regular garbage is now only every two weeks. Wow. And I'm like, do you realize how much packaging there is? in things that we buy yeah. like styrofoam and just plastic wrapping and shit like that we need garbage every week it's yeah. just garbage i'm not see compost it's so it's so small even though it's the day before they're coming to pick it up it's there's one little bag this big in it in the bin and the animals just knock it over because it's so light it's an empty bin so they're just fucking so by the time the garbage men get here there's nothing left but like one turkey bone or something because the fucking uh have eaten that's everything. hilarious yeah. And my garbage bin, I see, meanwhile, is deboarding with shit because they haven't come for two weeks. See, Tough times over in the South Shore. The, the, the recycling, too, it's every two weeks. So even like if we try to be imaginative, yeah, I'm sure we could recycle this pizza box or whatever. Anyway, I don't like it at all. And then for the organic material, I'm thinking like, I've seen some of the bullshit that my, my kid will come back for with McDonald's. Yeah. Throw the whole McDonald's bag in. So it's got the wax cup, which I'm sure is not. Yeah, I don't think any of it is. There's fries in there. There's and they just throw. So they must they must do some kind of uh, sorting with the recycling. Are they doing that with the compost thing too? Uh, Compost, yeah. All it takes. Compost. They must have to sort it in some way, like crush it down and remove anything metal, remove anything. Well, you shouldn't be putting anything metal in your compost. One dickhead to put a, a used battery in the compost thing, and now all of a sudden. We're fertilizing our fucking garden with a battery. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like I don't know how the, I get what you're saying. That's I don't know how they do it or what. Like I mean, even with plastics, like you're saying, like throwing a whole thing in the recycling, they just pick that out and throw it in the garbage. They're not gonna like sort through your fucking McDonald's. They're just workers. But with the comp with compost though, it's all rotting. Like it's all yeah. Rotting it might go shit. down like, like a little job. Is that a thing that? Kind of maybe there's a metal like a fucking something that'll pick up metal like a magnet or something. I don't know. Exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking there must be something. But I don't think we're this, supposed. This one seemed even more important than the recycling. Well, it's definitely not as pure as we're thinking it is. I'm sure there's people throwing things in there that are not supposed to go in there. Exactly. Like we can't. Right now, society can't even be trusted to know what time to go to bed. See, we're given fucking bedtime right. by our Which government. makes me wonder. We're going to trust the, the masses, right. every single house. We're going to trust them to not poison our yeah. fertilizing well, compost. Well, I don't think, I think that's the thing is the compost. I don't know if the city, I don't know if you guys are doing, I think the city of Montreal, what they do is they compost it themselves and then it goes back into like the flower beds. They don't use it for any food. So they'll use it like in the city when they do the flower oh. beds. And then like here, I think, the, I don't know if they still do it, but they had a program where where if you wanted compost for your flower beds for your house, that's what they, so the compost they make with everyone's composting bins, 
they they yeah. then give you back so at one day or on one weekend of the of the year the starting of the year they'll say they'll send out a pamphlet to all, everyone in the neighborhood hey we have compost if you want bring your car you're allowed like a bin or like a wheelbarrow full to yourself you know for free to the neighborhood like each person so you go there and you fill up your Masam, they're collecting for the whole city. They must be producing more compost than if anybody wants them. Like they must be selling it back. They to must, the yeah. Or they're also garden yeah. center people, or, or they put it in like because the city has a lot of flower beds around town that they, you know, the workers are always working in. They use it on that. Yeah. They use it all over. Yeah, so they probably they mm. might sell it after. I don't know if they sell any back. It would be a smart idea. I guess you can make some cash on it, make lower everyone's taxes. That won't happen. <laughs> it's there. There you go. Once again, it seemed like every subject, every conversation I've had with anybody over the last three weeks, yeah. my conclusion at the end of it is I just get frustrated with the thinking about it so much. I'm like, and that's why I want to move to the country, STL. Compost my shit the way I right. want to do yeah. it. Fucking yeah, you take care of your own <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, and yeah. it's all doable, man. Like even your own toilet. Like you don't need a toilet to go with plumbing into it. Like you can have a composting toilet, and then you can use yeah. that compost in your flower beds. So, like, the fact that we, like... Or I could just skip a step and go take a dump right, right into, into the flower fucking... <laughs> like, I don't yeah, think that's how it works. Even dog shit. Dog shit is too toxic for Yeah, flowers. that's too... See, that's why shit, you can't do that. My shit would be growing a whole new fucking breed of plant. The new virus, fuck. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the new virus, or there would be little pieces of Derek Sagan shit in the next vaccine. Oh. This seems to kill everything. Everything gets killed. Oh. Did I ever tell you about LA, how people, how it was like on the news uh, to watch out, like walking downtown, and they recommend wearing glasses because people, so many homeless oh, people. matter drying up and blowing yeah. in the wind. So you can get pink eye. That was a big problem in Afghanistan, apparently. <laughs> Mike Ward went and did... Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mike Ward went and did a... Yeah, because um, it's dry and it's hot, so the dust, and then it just blows everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And people, because their plumbing is is not yeah. sophisticated as much as possible, they... You know, like when you go to somebody's house that have a septic mm-hmm. tank, they're like, oh, hey, if you're just... If it's number one, just leave it in the bowl. If it's number two, then give it a flush. Yeah, whatever. I guess some people. You know when you're like you're you're monitoring, you're on a fucking right. ration of flushes. Yeah, yeah. So in Afghanistan, apparently people were like, "Oh, my toilet, my septic's full, or whatever." Yeah. They so they would often, if it was nice out, they just go up on their roof, shit on the roof, <laughs> and because it's so hot, it, it just dries, dries out yeah. within a day and then just blows away. Uh. But. It got into the point where so many people were doing it. The air, like the dust that you were seeing in the yeah. air, there's no fucking, there's no dust storm or anything. This is fucking full on uh, shit flying through the air. So people were getting like E. coli yeah. from breathing it in. Yeah. Ugh, God That's, damn, so dude, gross. downtown LA, they would tell people to watch out for that. That's where you got to watch out. That's a, ma- imagine, that's a fucking fancy. <laughs> just everybody walking around LA with pink oh, eyes. Oh, dude. Like, why? why? So why gross. But yeah, it's not uncommon to see somebody <laughs> taking a dump on the street in LA. That's for sure. You see that very often. Yeah, that's why I was always I was shocked when Me Too happened in L.A. I'm like, really? I'm like, if you're not getting Me Too'd in L.A., if you're not seeing a homeless guy's dick once a fucking day, you're fucking not getting out yeah. enough. <laughs> you're not doing L.A. You right. got to get out of the yeah. house, man. You got to walk around. They're out there. There you get. You're gonna get Me Too'd no matter where you go. It's just a. 
it's a crazy like yet another conversation and that's why i want to move to the country. that's why i want to move to dude that's why when i was in la i'm like i gotta that's move why, to a small I'll be town the only one taking a shit on the street it'll be my street yeah clean it up do what you want you know fix it up i think that's i think the world would be a hell of a lot cleaner if we all learned how to be like self-sufficient and know how to just handle our own stuff like you make it you should know how to handle it you know how to dispose of yeah, it. Yeah, everything we do. Even and, food, hunt it. You should know. We should all know how to hunt and do gather, all that stuff. I mean, that's the basic need yeah, of survival. The, the, system is, the system is definitely broken. And as we've seen, money and greed and all this stuff, it, it doesn't... Oh, man. It, it influences such the wrong direction. Like, oh, fucking... Like the irresponsibility of uh, just water bottle, like this. Apparently, this is like the biggest epidemic oh, dude, of yeah. environmental... Sorry, yeah, yeah, water it. bottles. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's a lot of plastic. Why can we? Sh- why don't you just say like, there's no more plastic bags allowed? Yeah, at least plastic bag will, you know, the average plastic bag will get two or three uses at least out of it, right? You bring home the groceries yeah. and then you use it to pick up dog shit or whatever. Yeah, you get like at least another. But these things, see, it's just so they should make it like make them refillable rather than recycle and maybe it never make it back they should make them refillable like well, you just bring all those back again that's what every oh, yeah like the recyclable big jugs yeah that would be a great idea but again those are the things that are you know that's why they're asking people to do on your own like instead of buying little bottles just get one reusable buy the big one, yeah. and then buy the Steel big one, one. Uh, you know and then fill up your water from a big container instead so again these are all things that we have to do because they're not going to do them Dude, the no. world is just like, look at what's happening with everything. They don't care. Everyone's at their doorstep with war all of a sudden. Have you been catching all these? Everything's broken. Dude, Russia's at Ukraine. China's fucking at Taiwan's doorstep and Philippines. And everyone's like ready to just drop bombs and start fighting. You think they care about plastic bottles? <laughs> like, we got to... We gotta really. It makes you wonder, man. It scares the hell out of you when you're like, "Okay, hey, well, what is this recycling that we're all doing?" Because it seems like you guys don't even give a shit about fucking poisoning the water with a bomb or doing any like you don't care. So what are, are we just doing this for the sake of it? Like, is this why the planet? Apparently, we are. Yeah, it's like less than ten percent in North America. They take all this recycling, but less than ten percent of it actually ever. Well, sees that's an that's a new dude, life. That's a thing I started doing, and I don't even know if that's. I don't even know if it's accurate or not, but from what I've seen is like plastic now is a big thing that's not getting recycled and they're shipping it off to like poorer countries, Other countries and then they're just yeah. dumping it there. And I started now just throwing my plastic in the garbage because I'm like, well, at least you know what? The garbage, it's going to go in the garbage. They're going to put it yeah. in a landfill. Yeah, it's not going to biodegrade, but they're not going to recycle it anyways. They're just going to ship it to a country right. that's going to end up dumping it in the ocean. So I may as well. What was that country? The I think it was Sweden that discovered a way to uh, incinerate n'importe quoi, like right. literally n'importe quoi. It's at a temperature that well, you can incinerate it anything. Burns off it. It burns off its own toxic emissions. You know, yeah. I mean? like and, when you burn, and then I think they f- when you burn this kind of plastic, it makes like a poison, right. like a not good for the environment byproduct. Mm-hmm. These guys have found a way to. They, so they burn that, and it's generating power, and then somehow they capture all the toxic shit and reburn that even so that it's right yeah that's it they found a way to like de like to harness the energy also some things that they do is like they create electricity with burning garbage exactly they find a way to harness it you know yeah rather than like just expel it into the air 
even they admit it's not the most efficient uh, manufacturer of electricity, but it's um, whatever cost effective in that, you know, the, whatever kiln or, or furnace, whatever, they have to fire it up with energy, yeah. with other, you know, either elect- other electricity or gas or whatever, but that it's positive in that, like, you know, say it costs them $100 to burn to to create it'll cost a hundred dollar in like labor material whatever uh gas other power electricity to make two hundred dollar worth of new electricity yeah yeah with a very little carbon footprint apparently well that's i think it's all up to us to really like cut down man cut back with what you you waste and and i think that's why the, the best thing i i put this out there as a debate uh i'd sent that to to the debaters to do as a debate because I think it's interesting. We never they never bid on it. They kind of liked it, but they never. I mean, never have done it yet. But I I thought of the idea yeah. of like city people versus uh, small town people, and you know how city yeah, people funny. are always high and mighty with their like, oh, we eat organic and we like to go for exercise yeah, 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 and we yeah, have yeah. our reusable water yeah. bottles and. But meanwhile, you're ordering from restaurants all the time and you're using all these plastic containers and you're throwing out your salads and 20, you know, $20 salads that came in a plastic container and you're just over fake boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what (laughs) contributes to the collapse of the environment. You got fake tits, you know, like all these things that leaking silicon into our water (laughs) supply, pissing out your birth control pills, sterilizing our daughters. You fucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Eating your vegan fucking cashew cheese bullshit. If cashews were made to be cheese, (laughs) if cashews were made to be cheese, I see they'd be firing out of the teeth of a cow. (laughs) God, cashews Uh, are made to be cashews. Oh man, that's why I just there's so much good. (laughs) There's so much opportunity to like just burn city people that I I was like, this is a great debate. I'd love to. And then I kind of molded it into uh, people who hike too. Like I, oh yeah, I wrote in some stuff about people hiking. That's why I did the debate, which you will see or hear uh, on uh, walking, because they liked that I oh, I was yeah, like walking, burning yes walk, yeah. city people roasting them for going for a walk. I go for a walk. Them sound healthy. Oh my god, you're and they fucking get all jazzed up for it. And you're like, meanwhile you're yeah. you're still a GPS location on your cell phone. Like you don't need to fucking act like you're going counting your steps, yeah, like right. cheating by yeah. you get to a red light and you just keep yeah. going like Gotta get those steps. Gotta get the steps in. He's fucking guy living in the country. He's got to hike up right. a fucking mountain to get his water to rehook up his <laughs> his water yeah, pump exactly. from the lake. <laughs> That's what I love. Like, like my it's steps. hilarious, man. It's just funny the way that we're these city people like all act like they're helping this is the world and like we're doing good for the environment. Meanwhile, you're living in a fucking poisonous patch of people that are just polluting the air and. Yeah, yeah. Like I was with one of these types that you're describing at a, we're, we're like out in the country campsite, right. like campsite country, you know, like country. And they're probably the like, you outhouse, I'm not going. Sitting by a fire yeah. and whatever, and oh, this is great and whatever. We're in a fire, we're away, we're, there's not a person for fucking you know, a mile in any direction from where we yeah. are, sitting there just enjoying it. And the fire's going really good, and you're just like, ah, fucking finish your beer, throw the beer can in the fire. Yeah. And they're like, are you crazy? That's going to destroy the environment. I think when you're out in the country, you're burning one little thing at a time. It's really, it's dissipating before it has become anything. Fucking, it's, it's the, relax, relax. I, I would, the young me would have done that. 
the young me, but I today I don't think I'd burn a glass. I think glass it just melts. Aluminum, I don't yeah, know. I mean, glass. yeah, but it doesn't cause enough pollution to fucking tear down the Plastic, ecosystem. Whatever. I'm just yeah. we're all out there. It's better. It's oh. better than throwing it into the forest. I'm pretty sure like just, burning a plastic bottle. I I, I imagine is. Pr- I wonder what the uh, science behind it is. It is toxic, but I'm not starting a fucking factory of burning but, bottles. I'm burning two or three bottles, the saran wrap from the ham that we had, <laughs> and the styrofoam that the pork chops came on. Fucking burn it all. I'm not. It's not. My little fire is not is gonna right. dissipate before it cause any kind of global fucking warming. Yeah, I I yeah, I don't think it would it wouldn't do anything. I mean, personally, I don't do that, but it doesn't bother me. I guess if everybody yeah, was doing why that simultaneously, do then it wouldn't be good. But. but you also have to think like that's what I was saying. I wonder what the science is on like what the pollution level is of like just cranking your car, like just starting your car. What's the pollution level of that compared to like burning like a plastic wrapper from a sandwich? And a plastic bottle. There you go. I'd be curious. I'd want to know, yeah, because I wonder if it's like the same or less. Apparently, airplanes is like it was. I was reading somewhere. It's like way worse than I thought it was. I mean, I knew they burn a lot of fuel and they burn rich. Yeah, but it's fucking bad. Like it's like, dude, the worst. Fifty cars running. Fifty cars running for like a month straight is the same as one flight or something like that. It's yeah, yeah, and it's big. Yeah. And the fact that like when they have issues, dude, and they just they just release the fuel in the air, like they just that happened in L.A. I think there was a right over a school. Yeah. They did it right over it, when oh, I was geez. like living there. That it was on the news. They did it right over a school. Like a plane had to do a, a emergency turnaround landing, and because they just took off, they had to dump their fuel because they can't land heavy. Right. So Too they heavy, dumped yeah. their fuel and it like right over a school, and like the kids felt droplets. Like it oh, was, fuck. yeah, it was. That would have been the great uh, Nancy Reagan uh, war on drugs commercial, like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking fuel falls on the crack and fucking <laughs> crack kills. <laughs> fucking the mushroom cloud just fucking <laughs> crack kills everybody within 500 meters of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man, it's. Uh, it, they definitely Jesus. do pollute a lot, and the amount of fuel that they burn, and oh man, just the craziness of how much fuel that gets burnt, and like even testing stuff, and uh, like Carolyn's dad was a F eighteen mechanic, and he would just say like, you know, That's how right. much fuel they, fu- it's impressive. Like to him, it's impressive. I mean, to me, even I'd be like, holy shit, it definitely is impressive because it's a man made machine, and to see this thing fucking just take off, or but I could imagine, yeah, it's full trucks. Remember the. <sighs> Burn it? that fuel that like super, damn, it must come flying duper. out. It was like a super duper engine or something. Maybe one of uh, oh, like a Tesla ge- rockets, like or a something. jet engine. Or, or, okay, where you know they're testing the the rocket engine like out in the desert. Right. Well, yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Instruments measuring the propulsion and the fucking torque or whatever that it's yeah. got, and it's just fucking fuel truck after fuel truck, just burning the shit out of this fuel. To test, to test. Yeah, just, just to not, it's test. It's not even going it. anywhere. It's just, yeah, like thousands of gallons to just. Okay, yeah, the torque is really good. The pressure per square inch is really great. Oh my god, there's no more seals left on the planet. Uh, fucking ostriches heads all just fell off. 
Yeah, but uh, this this can probably make it to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to right in time because yeah. hopefully they've got ostriches because we're all yeah, out. Yeah, we just killed everything. That's what I don't get with that Elon Musk, all this fucking garbage. <laughs> just polluting the shit out of the place with all his rockets. Apparently that was his... He's, did you see Russia? He is... What? No. No, Russia... Well, Elon Musk is one of his things is... He's making the more most fuel efficient rocket there is, but he says he, they've hit a point. At least in the next thirty years, there will be no cost effective, um, uh, carbon footprint effective way. Like we're at the max torque we can right. get. Yeah, we can't. Out of or you mean with rocket ships or whatever? With okay. rocket rocket technology, right. yeah. There's no better. You know, for him, he's but he's recycling rockets where you know. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, have never reused a rocket ever. You can't. He's reusing them unlimited. The amount of fuel that that burns and energy that takes to get to where it has to go is, and then you have to think of that burning in the atmosphere, and then that's going into space and burning off more, and it's just like it's. It's just, I don't know. It seems like when you're in LA and you see all this stuff, because like the West was like where they went out and and tried shit, right? They were like inventors or, uh, you know, they tried to figure out new ways and to do things out West. And there's so many like deserted, just wastelands of fucked up, failed projects. And you see it and you're like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. And it just. Like in the desert? Well, the Salton Sea is a great example. The Salton Sea is a perfect example of it if you look it up. And it's just like it. But we didn't do that, did we? That was done by nature and then we just used it for. No, the Salton Sea is a man made body of water. They they built, they they dug like ravines to get that water all the way there from up north, from like Colorado. Oh, shit. Yeah. So all that water came down. Everything in L.A., man. There's no water in L.A. Water from L.A. comes from the Colorado Mountain. Or Vegas, yeah. either. Vegas, either, is all derived, yeah. uh, the deviated yeah. rivers. Yeah, and, and it all comes down pipelines and rivers and everything to get to where it needs to go. <laughs> Who comes up with that, though? Like, you thought there's not a drop of water to be had for a 1,000 miles, but, no, oh, look, we got water here. Okay. Yeah. So what I want is a full-on lake in yeah. front of my hotel. Full of use all the water coming in. If you in. have enough money, buddy, they'll do it. That's what the problem with LA. With Hollywood, with like California, is they all went out there. There was a lot of money, the gold rush. So people were trying a lot of stuff. There was a lot of money. And so they found ways to live out there because you're looking for more gold. You're tr- you got to find a way yeah. to stay alive. Dude, they, even the, the yeah. flag, the California flag, the bear on it, is fucking extinct. Yeah. They killed them off uh, years ago. The prospectors that went out there for gold killed them because they were killing people out when they were looking for gold. They would just sneak up on them and fucking rah, kill them. What kind of bear is that? A grizzly. Like I think a it's a, bear? yeah, it was a gri- grizzly, some bear? sort of a grizzly like type of grizzly bear. That species is extinct. So like you, th- Come on. you think of California as like, you know, they're always like, we're so in- completely extinct. Completely extinct. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Uh, back in the wow. 1800s, I think, like when the prospectors were out there searching for gold. Yeah, they 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 had been extinct for a long time. They it was actually yeah. like you'd get a bounty. I think you'd get paid if you killed one. So that's why it was like they just got rid of them because everyone was like, "Well, I get paid, fuck," and they everyone went out and tried killing them. So they they so it's like all this the damage they've done just because of money and like trying to figure out things like so yeah the Salton Sea they all that water was brought there and then it's just it destroyed there was a lot of um, uh, sulfur in the ground there so the sulfur start to le- yeah let's leak into the water the water oh, got geez. more poisonous and then when the water levels started going down now because it wasn't leaking in it basically happened by accident. They it leaked in there. They were trying to make it 
for farmers to have water to f- uh, water yeah. their fields. Oh yeah, and now some of the people's water is flammable. Some well that air, that you turn on your faucet and the fucking you could light it on. Those, fire. those are the places with natural gas leaks. Those are places that and sulfur apparently sulfur too. Maybe too, yeah, maybe because sulfur is yeah. It's a so they have an energy plant. Yeah, fracking fracking causes that to happen yeah. too. But there's yeah, sulfur. that's possible. Yeah, because it'll leak <laughs> into the water. But dude, the the beach when you're there, the beach is just it's not it's broken it's it's broken bones from fishes. It's not. It's not yeah. uh, from fish, I guess, is the right way of saying that. <laughs> oh, wa- speaking of that, I watched a documentary last night on Disney Plus called uh, Dolphin. Dolphins? Maybe uh, it's just called Dolphins. Sounds horrible. Super, inter- super crazy. But, uh, you know, and we've seen it before when we were younger, probably in school and stuff about ecosystems and how it's such a delicate balance and just showing you one small reef somewhere, I don't even know where, in the Pacific, I think. Um, but like there's each fish have a job like, and it, did you ever see that movie Shark Tale? Will Smith was the, the main character of Shark no, Tale? No, it's a cartoon. I've, they, they, run a car, they run a fish car wash. Anyway. Oh, okay. So like, you know, like the whales come in to have their barnacle removed and the fucking turtles having their yeah. parasite thing. Well, it's it's based on the real, you know, marine ecology right, or right. whatever. So it's really cool. Like you, the, the you could the, there's a certain kind of fish that go and eat all the dying parts of the coral reef. Oh, right. And vervepo when they bite off like the rotting plant growing out of the reef, they're gonna bite off a bit of the 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 coral itself. Yeah. And so these particular fish, uh, they said it was five thousand each fish produce 5,000 ton a year of sand. Wow. Because like it goes right through them. They, right, they right. eat, so their body absorbed the, the vegetation that yeah, they yeah. chew, but they've chewed up now, they digest the coral part and it their body breaks it down into sand. And so it says like one school of these fish can, you know, put all the sand on West Palm Beach five times. Wow. And, you know, and it was super interesting. But like watching them, but because they're eating so much rotting shit, they get parasites. So there's little small fish that go and chew the parasite off their yeah. cheek. And it's narrated by Natalie Portman, so she make it cutesy. She's like, so because you, you see the little fish going inside the mouth of these big fish oh. to clean out inside their mouth to get the parasites out of their teeth and shit. And uh, <laughs> Natalie Portman says something like, and it's a professional courtesy that we don't eat the help, you know, because you got fish swimming right into the mouth and they let them swim back Right. Out. Yeah, dude. And nature is just so interesting, eh? How they just, they it's learn to live with each other. It's pretty crazy. They get, in this movie, you get to know like a mother-daughter dolphin and then a mother daughter uh, humpback whale oh. thing and it's like these things are smarter than us like you can see dolphins I'm from Quebec are, I'm only used to the mother daughter stripper combo that's all I'm used to in the right. <laughs> better than that <laughs> <laughs> in the mother daughter realm <laughs> that's interesting but it was that's really super like interesting, dolphins man. are smart yeah. enough to play they have the, you know like they have different hunting techniques and uh, they social. They definitely socialize. It's it makes you think like, what are we doing? We're doing everything wrong. And then even as human, we look at animals and dumb animal, dumb animal, whatever. Just because they don't think in the same way that we do, they don't have language the same way that we do. Yeah. So it's like we don't relate. So it's stupid, you know. Like yeah, uh, yeah. No, we've we all got to do better. We that's definitely have to do better to, to like live amongst each other and. It's just, and it's and it's not easy now with what's going on. Like, I'm starting to get fed up with the rules, man. I'm starting to be bitter when I go out, and I'm just like, fuck off. 
with your fucking rules. <laughs> Even though I follow everything and I'm like, yeah, I'll wear the mask, I'll clean my hands and everything, but like, it's getting a little too much when you go to stores now and it's like, uh, uh, Monsieur Le Ling, and you're like, uh, what the, f- what yeah. are we doing? Like, I get yeah. that we have to be away from each other. So if you're standing away from each other, that's fine. But like, if you're like, uh, you want me to walk all the way around the fucking store just to get to this one spot when there's nobody in this right. store? Oh, the arrows. Yeah. yeah, right. They have to follow There's nobody the in this store. Like, can we stop with this <laughs> insanity? Like, it's not like there's a thousand people all huddled together that we need to have. We're not in Ikea where everyone needs to be like kind of herded through the system. Seriously, none of us can find our way out of here anyway. Yeah. Like, I wish there was more arrows at Ikea. Where's the emergency? I'm claustrophobic. Like, I get it there. That, There's a like, lot of that's people. That's us. That's humanity too, right? Yeah. We've got to the point now where you can now order a mask that is your face with the mask pulled down to wow. here. So that, but you actually are wearing yeah, a mask yeah, yeah. with a picture of your own face and the mask like right. this. So that when people see you wearing that mask, yeah. they'll say, "Hey, Mister, pull up your mask," and then you can pull off your own face and go like, "I am ah. wearing a mask." <laughs> Put like, what the fuck, really, you fucking dicks? This is a, yeah. Just can we? Why are you enjoying this wearing a mask thing so much? Fuck off with that! Just upsetting people. See? <laughs> yeah. That's where we are, though. That's in humanity. And I, I used to say, yeah, we're like trying you know, there's to always piss bad people news, off. Like this week, this week has been a lot of bad news, like the police and the fucking, yeah. you know, like Chauvin getting found guilty. Yeah, I guess it's what I wanted, so it's good news. But it's not good yeah. news. There's still a dead man. Yeah, and there's a fucking guy that should never have had the power to do what he did. Anyway, and we'll see what his uh, sentence it's all is. Bad news, but you know, whatever the hell they even sentence him you, with. Yeah, we'll see about yeah. that. I, I predict twelve years, and he does seven, and we'll see if he makes it out. But anyway, but I was always, I always used to say it's always bad news. The media, it's the media. They just keep showing us all the bad yeah. news. It's us as human nature. We latch on to the right. bad news because I was looking through the paper today. There was some nice stories, right. like a group from a school that did a nice thing, or a, but we kiss do we? Yeah, latch on to the bad yeah. news, and it's. Sure. And the police is a big one for me. I mean, we've talked about it before. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I sadly don't have the solution. And once again, at the end of this conversation, get ready for me to say, and that's why I want to move to the country. Because <laughs> it's just, why do they have guns? Why do they have guns? I mean, we could start with, yeah. well, why did the criminals have guns? Yeah. yeah, okay, they shouldn't have guns. But why did the police have to have them on their hip? Yeah. See, like, why can't it be in a steel locked box in their thing? So, you know, like right now when a, a policeman uh, fire his weapon, yeah. it's a ton of paparazzi, right? They have yeah. to fill out the report yeah, yeah. and what they, why they, dist- they should have that much paparazzi just to take the gun out of its box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because let's well, be honest, we, you've, you've had, you've had dealings with police in your life. I've had, pe- yeah. none of them yeah, have ever needed, a, required a weapon, them to yeah. have a gun. Yeah, no, that none of them. Ninety nine point nine percent of ninety nine percent of policemen. So ninety nine point nine percent of the work that ninety nine percent of policemen do do not require a gun. Yeah, why do they have it with them a hundred percent of the time? I see what you're saying. Yeah, 
I get it. I know. And they will be like, well, in the split second decision right. when we need right. it. I'm like, well, you'll have to make that split yeah. second stretch into <sighs> five seconds because it'll take five seconds to open the steel box that I'm proposing. Yeah, or just hide behind a car until <laughs> your backup shows up, like the the officer who's allowed to have a gun. I think I more think, often than not, that's the thing. Like, yeah, they have more than five seconds. Like, if you're, um, for instance, yeah, breaker, breaker, niner, all points, bulletin, all units. Armed robbery number four six. I don't know. Yeah, they're never there numbers. anyways uh, on three, time. Three six two in progress. Yeah, right. An armed robbery with heavy machine gun at such and such an address. Well, on your way over there, get your partner to open up the box. You'll yeah. probably need the gun when you get there. You're on your way to a fucking World War Three. Yes, then you should. Yeah, probably get for out anything of your car. immediate, have a taser. And then have a locked, yeah. That's what I mean. The little girl, I see this week, the little yeah. girl that got shot four times in the chest. First of all, yeah, dude, it's, she's the one that called the police. Yeah. How often are we going to fucking hear about yeah. this before we say there's a problem yeah. with all police? We cannot have, our children should be confident to call the police when it's they tough, feel man. in trouble. Yeah. Not they show up and get shot by them. And let's just say his story turned out to be true, that she was holding a knife when he got mm -hmm. there. I don't think it's true. Uh, uh, and if she was, witnesses were saying that she got the knife. Why she called in the first place, somebody was attacking her. And apparently she got the knife off of that person. When the police showed up, she was holding it, but not like, ah, 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 just holding it. Uh, and even then, let's say she was ah, 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 with the knife. Let's just yeah. say, for argument's right. sake, because that's what this fucking dirt box cop is yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah. She's, ah, 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 it's a knife, tabarnak. A Taser her, yeah. Taser, taser. Yeah. How is how is four bullets in the yeah. chest to a fifteen year old yeah, girl for your knife. fucking go to move? Yeah. When in the worst case scenario, which I'm not saying it is, and I'm ninety percent convinced that it's it's not at all this. But let's just say she had a knife, a hundred and fourteen pound, hundred hundred fifty pound girl coming at you with a mm -hmm. knife when you're inside a police car with a, a bat, a taser, handcuffs. And the gun. How is gun go-to thing yeah. against a little fucking girl? Yeah, I totally, I totally get it, dude. I know it's a, it sucks. It's really shitty. They definitely need to figure out how to train police officers better. Uh, but man, I gotta say, living in the states, like, yeah, I don't know what they're look. There's too many people in one place. That's all it is. When it comes down to it, there's too many people yeah, concentrated right. in one area. When you're a police officer and you're living through this fucking mess of a system, like, dude, I don't imagine, I don't want to wish to be a cop in LA or any major American city at all because the way of life is so fucked up there that people are so fucked up that they are doing crazy things. And now you got to understand these guys make what, 60 grand a year? I don't know what a cop makes, probably not that much, but you got to imagine you're fucking putting your life on the line every day in a city full of psychos, man. There are crazy. You see yeah. some crazy shit when you're in America in a big city. There's some I crazy right. shit. So you got to understand that this isn't their first call of the day. They've been seeing some crazy shit all day, every day, their yeah. whole fucking career. So when you see something go down, you're like, not me, motherfucker. And you pull your gun out because... It is you or them, in a sense, in America, in those cities, in a, and you have a brief moment to think about what the hell you're going to do. Now, a kid driving away, like that scenario that happened recently, uh, uh, where the woman pulled out that she thought it was a taser and it was a gun, that's just a question of you're either, A, you're not trained well, you're too stressed to be on this job because you panicked, 
and you fucking or you're lying or you're lying or you're, or you're lying. lying which honestly i'm gonna say i mean i really hope she wasn't lying it's very possible Wait, uh, it's abdul i mean i hope not i don't know but i mean when you're stressed out and you're panicked you shouldn't be a cop if this is what you're doing but i could see somebody pulling out abdul the, literally yeah the 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 argument that she made the mistake yeah. Is like me saying, as a comedian, yeah. as a stand-up comedian, is the difference between me saying, uh, "I'm interviewing you yeah. like this with a light." Yeah. Uh, you can't even see the light, but I'm holding a light like yeah. this, and it's like me saying, "Okay, Abdul, what do you think of this?" And and I, 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 you can't. My fucking green screen's <laughs> fucking everything up. But it would be like me taking taking instead of yeah, just instead say of talking into the microphone, yeah. I talk into the mic stand. The mic stand weigh about seven pounds more than right. the mic. And it's got no poofy thing right. on the end of it. A hundred percent. If you are you are a trained a- comic who's who's done it enough, and you're actually capable of fucking knowing, you're gonna be smart enough. But if you're like a shaky comic who's who's like you're like nervous of stage fright, and now you're like, oh my god, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I'm talking to the stand or the mic. Or the, you're all panicky. We've all seen them at open mics. They panic and they don't know what they're doing. So now you have to think like cops that are put in that situation. That's why they need to be fucking trained. Because you need yeah, to, in the split moment, you got to make a hell of a decision. And if you're not trained and like, well, like you have the nerves to deal with that, you could do some damage. And that's why I think like, I pray that she's yeah. telling the truth. Uh, she's not telling the truth. There's no And dude, but that's, and that's why that doubt is there is because too many times they don't tell the truth and they get away with it. And that has that's, to stop. First, she was the president of her uh, whatever uh, union yeah. shop. Like yeah, whatever, she should be fucking trained. Yeah, no, that's yeah. She's, so she, she's it was her job you know for twenty years to give them the story yeah. to tell the and other you know cops. What? This is the story you're gonna. I go will with. say that yeah, she probably was lying if that's the case because she knows what to say when you get in shit if you're part of the union representative. Yeah. So if you're, f- I totally, I totally agree with you though yeah. that, that you're right. It's a the, scary the training, position to be in, but it, too yes, many mistakes have gotten in some away. of the places, like you're saying, like in your neighborhood. Fuck, I can imagine some of the calls are not pleasant. Yeah. So that said, yes, training is of the utmost importance, but it's more than just right because you know, like it's so easy for these types to be like, okay, we just guys like it was you know, an have accident. a squad meeting. We're in a lot of shit yeah. lately, so everyone's going to take three classes of sensitivity training, and, and they all go through it, and they bullshit yeah. their way through it, and they don't... No, this, the whole police yeah. structure need to be broken down and then rebuilt. Like, the money... They, remember when they were the, the defund the police yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. started? Yeah. And then they started putting... Like, publishing the numbers, like... The LAPD have a budget of, like, fucking $8.6 billion or something. Wow, Stupid yeah. fucking thing. So... You got to take the whole structure down and say you've got, I don't know, just numbers now, 10,000 officers, like gun, taser, all the thing, and they're trained. So we need to make those officers train more. But how about we bring it down to 6,000 officers and have 4,000 people that don't have any weapons at all, that they go into the community as police. You know, we're here. Trained to deal with situations, yeah. Tell us what we can right. do. Look, we have $8.8 billion of budget yeah, right. that we've been putting on SWAT teams and fucking dogs and tear gas and Helicopters tanks and fucking, flying in the tell sky. Tell us what we could... If we build a basketball court right here, do you think maybe that would take like five armed robberies off the street? Yeah. Then, okay, yeah. you got your basketball court. It's our yeah. pleasure. 
I'm I'm oversimplifying. No, but, but you're you know making I mean? a good point. If you like, if you invest in, in a community, then that community will thrive. That's the problem with the states. Right. Is they don't want community certain communities to thrive. The racism is a fucking huge deal still, man. I don't care what anyone says, it's instilled in their system. It's how it always is. And the, and like the what? fact that your neighborhood school only gets the funding in which the taxes of the people pay. So if you live in a shitty neighborhood where people are broke and the tax and it's dangerous, the taxes are going to be or peanuts. Even if the people are broke, if they're all drug dealers and under the table contractors. Yeah. Dude, the, there's still no the taxes, taxes are going to be exactly. So, you get no money. so the taxes are going to be fucking peanuts and then your schooling system's going to suck. So what happens is those kids stay in a circle of absolute no chance of getting out. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's like, of course, you're just breeding problems in that country. That's why I can't stand it, man. Just watching that kills you. When you're like, you know what's the what the problem. When you see it and you're like, of course, you think they're going to get better? They're not then the communities are not going to get better, not going to thrive and have jobs. You're keeping them poor. You want them to keep yeah. the you know, you're re-educating them, uh, you're educating them like in, in a way that doesn't even make sense. They're not they're not getting smarter. You want it that way. You want them to just stay dumb enough to keep working a day job, pay taxes, not be smarter than you so they can figure out that you're screwing them over. It just it's sad. That sound like that sound like evil Illuminati Dude, there's, shit it's, though. Like it look, look I don't, are people consciously thinking that or is it just Derek, what's a the side reason, effect then? of racism? But what's and, the reason and, then? Like why does it why does it exist? Why can't why can't you distribute I'm, the wealth equally to all the neighborhoods? Why don't all the yeah, I'm not saying what you're saying isn't happening. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. I hate to think that it's a bunch of old white guys sitting around like, no, we must keep them squashed, take away their will. Well you know, like I hate to think that it's that evil. Well, I'd it's like not that, that they're deliberately a, doing it, but they're not gonna do it because it doesn't aid them in any way. So Right. I think it's just a sad it's a reality yeah. of greed. That's exactly it. Greed, racism, xenophobia, yeah. say all the fucking shitty yeah. things. And again, that's why I want to move to the country. Good fucking job, buddy. <laughs> One day we will fucking be podcasting from the from the country. Yeah. Actually we if we wanna we missed last week. If you wanna do double podcast duty, I'm uh I think I'm going to the West Island. I am going to the West Island tomorrow. Remember, you know Richard Mullen or yeah. Richard Mullen? Yeah. He's had a, well, he's had a rough string of luck. Okay. Uh, health wise, health wise. And so, like, now he's on, he's using a walker now to walk. Okay. What, what happened? Uh, anyway, he, he, he's, everything's broken on him. Yeah. He's, now he's got cataract, imagine, an insult to injury. He's fucking lost yeah. his kidney. And <laughs> yeah, fucking... he definitely has a lot of anyway, health problems. Anyway, he, he, like so many other people, see the shit, my content, the Shangri-La and the right. deck building and all the projects I'm helping people with. He's like, hey, I see you're pretty handy. Do you think you could come put up handlebars everywhere? In my... <laughs> like, he just, he needs, oh, you know, right. like those bars yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. disabled people. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just needs them everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like... I've I've been having a very self-reflective time, and I'm like, it's making me happy now. My buddy Sean, who's a contractor, said, "Hey, if you're not doing anything, I'm building a deck on Sunday." <laughs> you know, like your neighbor that says, "Hey, when you're done, you're yeah, come rake mine." Right. He was probably saying it like that, and I'm like, you know what, buddy? I'll be happy to come and help you with your oh, deck. Oh, nice! I, I want to do. I'm so lucky, dude. I've been so lucky, uh, like getting this this corporate show that I do today. Yeah, I good have a job. Simple life now. I'm like. I, they're paying me to do this thing that I already love to yeah. do. They were cool. They were fun. They were cool. They say don't swear, and then I get all excited and I drop an f bomb, and no one cares. It's like a, 
Yeah. So I'm very lucky. So I'm going to go do this for Richard tomorrow. I, I feel cool. now like I'm bragging. Trust me, there's a million nice things that I do that I don't talk about on the podcast. But uh, I'm going to, all to say, I'm going to be on the West Island. Okay. So we're going to have a drive-by drive by podcast. Shoot me a message we when you're around, that. buddy. Um, okay. <coughs> well, yeah, let's uh, chat tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to have to, I got to, I got to take a leak, buddy. This is all right. an hour. And I'm the one drinking beer. You're yeah. I know. You're, this is the one where sympathy, I'm like, I got sympathy bladder pain. I gotta go. Um, um, all right, buddy. Well, this is fun. Let's let's uh, do it we again soon. I, I think we didn't talk about COVID once. I think this is a record. Bacon, no bacon. Fucking I think no we COVID might have sprinkled. There was good. probably some sprinklage, but not too much. Oh yeah, the the curfew. We talked sprinklage, about curfew. a little sprinklage, but we stayed away. Sprinklage. We stayed away. All right, buddy. Well, let's do it again soon. Good talking. Thank you for watching, everybody. Good talking to you, buddy. Uh, be well, everybody. Be nice to be nice to each other. Do something something specially nice. Like I'm sure you're all nice people that listen to this podcast. But tomorrow, when you're out in the city, do Just something assholes, like I'm sure. that. It, you're almost too shy to do it. I'm like, I want to open the door for this person or offer to carry their groceries, but I'm shy. Fuck it, just do it. Just, Madame, can Six I help feet you with away. your groceries? And then, and then you get shot by the police. And oh god, it's terrible. <laughs> no do something nice everybody I love you all very all right, much dude. buddy I love you love you too man be well see you in the woods Ramadan Mubarak give my Ramadan Mubarak's to your parents and uh, we'll talk to you all soon alright see you man